Welcome to the Air Health, Our Health podcast. I'm Erica, a lung and ICU doctor. Every day in my ICU and clinic, I see patients who are there from breathing unhealthy air. And I started Air Health, Our Health to focus more upstream on the importance of healthy air for healthy people and healthy economies. Thanks for joining me. One of the things I try to focus on with Air Health, Our Health is also our wealth. I think people often think that breathing unhealthy air does not come with cost to us as individuals or to our society. Whenever we talk about cleaning up the air, like around air pollution, people focus on how much it would cost to do so, rather than how much we are already spending. A similar conversation crops up around tobacco, focusing on how much tobacco taxes cost someone who smokes, or how much tobacco enforcement costs a society, rather than the cost of smoking to their health, lost income, healthcare costs, etc. Usually, I am interviewing scientists and health researchers and advocates on the podcast, but today I am interviewing a financial analyst for WalletHub, a personal finance site that publishes an annual analysis of the true cost of smoking. This is a purely financial look at how much smoking costs an individual. Think about it multiplied across all the people in your own state who smoke. Think about what else that money could fund, how it could circulate in the economy and provide for financial security. Jill Gonzalez is a consumer finance expert and a financial literacy advocate. Her appearances include NBC Nightly News, Fox Business Network, Wall Street Journal Live, and C-SPAN's Washington Journal. Her take on consumer finance has been featured in publications such as the New York Times, Washington Post, Fortune, and Kiplinger. Welcome to the Air Health, Our Health podcast. Thanks for having me. First, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and how you came to be so passionate about financial literacy and then what drew you and WalletHub to look into tobacco in particular? Sure. So I am an analyst with WalletHub. I've been here for over six years now, and we analyze a bunch of different uh, consumer topics um, and really try to help consumers make the most educated financial decisions that they can. So that really runs the gamut of everything from where to live uh, to which New Year's resolutions to make and which to hopefully uh, follow through on. That's kind of where this falls into play. Uh, And this is a study that we've done now for just over five years is the real cost of smoking and how that kind of differs depending on where you live. Yeah, so how does WalletHub do that analysis? What factors does it consider? Looks at all 50 states in DC. And we essentially look at the per person cost of smoking in each of them. So really stems out of the out-of-pocket costs, which are how much cigarettes cost and the taxes on those cigarettes, which definitely varies depending on where you are. And then from there, we kind of extrapolate. We Assume a lifespan of 48 years. So that's from when someone is 21 to 69, which is the average age at which a smoker dies. And we look at kind of the potential losses here. So financial opportunity costs, essentially, if you are, if you instead were investing that money into the stock market instead of buying a pack a day, Uh, We also look into healthcare costs, income loss. Right now, a smoker makes around 18% less than a non-smoker. Yeah, so we factor that in. And then other costs, you know, everything uh, from homeowners insurance credit, that's between 5 and 15%, depending on where you live. Uh, So we look at all of those things. We added up 
throughout the year, and then also, again, over the course of a lifespan. Yeah, you know, it's interesting when I was going through your analysis, I do think it kind of incorporates a lot of things that people kind of forget to think about. But, you know, I, I see very commonly in the clinic, you know, just how many, you know, sick days they're missing and how, you know, how much they're spending on their medications and everything. And I hadn't even thought about things like, you know, the homeowner's insurance difference. I mean, all that really, really adds up. Yeah, it adds up again over the course of the year, but also obviously over a course of a lifetime. And again, we looked at essentially smoking for 48 years if you're starting, you know, legally at 21. But as we know, a lot of people start much, much sooner than that, especially mm -hmm. in some of these states where it is a lot cheaper to be a smoker than in others. Yeah, absolutely. It's one of the tragedies of tobacco is the whole business model is built on addicting young brains. Exactly. So what's the punchline? How much are people spending for their smoking habits? So the, the real cost of smoking by state here, uh, the most expensive state to be a smoker right now is Massachusetts. And if someone is smoking in Massachusetts from 21 to 69, they're spending and they're losing around $3.2 million over the course of a lifetime. Wow, that's a so retirement that's, plan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the most expensive. And even, you know, in a cheap place to be a smoker, it still really adds up in Mississippi, for instance, where it is the cheapest place to be a smoker over the course of a lifetime that still adds up to about $1.7 million. Wow. Yeah, especially when you think about the retirement crisis in our country, where so many people are retiring without sufficient retirement funds, you know, if we could just divert some of that, as you mentioned, into uh, saving for the future, life could be better. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I've been saying for years now, uh, you know, we, we tend to put this out around the same time uh, every year, and it's also New Year's resolution season. Uh, and obviously kicking the habit is a big resolution for a lot of people. And I always say, you know, it's hard and you probably see this too as a doctor, but it's hard to really hold your health tangibly, right? Mm -hmm. It's hard to see effects that you might not see yet um, and really look into the future. So I always say, you know, if you're not doing it for your health, at least do it for your wallet because that's something you can actively Absolutely. see. And, you know, some of these numbers you might be able to wrap your head around better than, you know, a diagnosis that hasn't happened yet. But if you're doing it for your wallet, you know, that's <laughs> what I say really does help some people. Yeah. Sadly, I see lawmakers kind of think the same way, you know, thousands and millions of people dying doesn't seem to bother them. But when I'm like, look, it's costing you a lot of money in healthcare costs, then they get a little more interested. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Paradoxically, the, the places where it's most expensive to be a smoker may actually have the least co less costs for the healthcare systems of those states if they're appropriately allocating their tobacco tax dollars. You're right. And the other thing here is that when states make it more expensive to be a smoker, that again is motivation for people to quit. You know, in the Northeast, smoking rates are lower, you know, in a Massachusetts, in a New York, a Connecticut, a Rhode Island, where it is very costly to smoke a pack a day. I mean, that really does kick into your wallet more so than it does in a Mississippi or 
a Missouri or a North Carolina, you know, states whose economies rely on the tobacco plant essentially um, make it cheaper for you to access it than some of these states that just have extremely high prices per pack, extremely high taxes per pack. So that's why we see, yeah, it might be cheaper to be a smoker in these states. There's also a lot more smokers because that feeds back into the economy. So you're exactly right. I mean, just on multiple level, levels, finance plays a role here. Yeah, I remember there was an analysis, I think in the business literature back in, I think 2010 or earlier that looked at the average cost of a smoking employee, it was something like over $5,800 a year to their private employer. And so if you do the back of the napkin for a pack a day, you know, I always say if people even want to be paying that portion of it, it would be $16 a pack to be even offsetting the massive drain that tobacco is on all of our economies, both personally and at the societal level. So um, I think kind of helping this service that Wallet Hub does kind of bring it home to the individual of, gosh, well, what is this really costing me to give my money to people who addict children and kill people as their business model, <laughs> to, put, to be blunt? <laughs> yeah, exactly here. I mean, that's why we call this the real cost of smoking by state. It's not just your, you know, price per pack. It's all of these other different things. Yeah, well, I really appreciate it, you know, and um, we also look at how much, you know, the states are spending and the government at the federal level spending in the whole world and, you know, just not even including the cost of losing a loved one prematurely. Um, it would be interesting. Has anyone looked at how much it costs the child of a smoker in terms of their lifetime costs for, you know, whether they, whether or not they take up the habit, but. That's not in the scope of this study, I'm sure something has been done on it children of smokers yeah. uh, but here we're really looking at you know trying to look at the lifetime from you know 21 again to 69 and see exactly where these costs are breaking down absolutely well i definitely want to be respectful of your time i know you're a very busy woman um is there anything else you wanted to add as far as again we talked about the state where it's least expensive. Some of those were Mississippi, Missouri, Alabama, North Carolina, Tennessee, uh, much closely more reliant on the industry as a whole. Uh, and then some states less so were Hawaii, Rhode Island, Connecticut, New York, DC, and Massachusetts. Uh, but every year smoking costs the US more than $300 billion. That includes both medical care, and lost productivity. Wow. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, we could all save a lot. No one, you know, people always get upset about having to pay taxes. You know, you'd think if we want to decrease the healthcare costs in our country, we could always, you know, just all quit smoking and we'd all pay less. <laughs> You're exactly right. Well, thank you and to Wallet Hub for doing this and for working on, you know, financial literacy in general. It's obviously very important. Thanks. Bye. It is amazing the death grip that tobacco has on our economy, from personal finances to the finances of our country and world. It is mind-boggling to think that someone who smokes spends the equivalent of a fully funded retirement plan from $1.7 to over $3 million to fund their habit. We have senior citizens with insufficient funds for retirement across the country, and I know too well that my patients who smoke are frequently those who can least afford to do so. It is sad that we will often make decisions for our wallet and not necessarily our health, but it is helpful to have this kind of analysis from places like Wallet Hub to help people quit. 
If you or someone in your life is smoking, consider visiting Wallet Hub's tool to see how much a lifelong habit might cost and think of other ways to invest that money. If you or someone you love needs help to quit, call 1-800-QUIT-NOW or go to smokefree.gov. You can also see the show notes for other resources. We're coming to the end of the podcast. For more information about the importance of healthy air, please visit airhealthourhealth.org and follow on Instagram and Facebook. Remember, if you do nothing else, don't light things on fire and breathe them into your lungs. This applies to tobacco, diesel fuel, forests, and more. Thanks for joining me today. I am a full-time physician and not an epidemiologist or public health expert. This podcast is for your education and entertainment, but should not be interpreted as individual medical advice. Please consult with your own healthcare team to determine what is right for your health. Thank you and stay safe.